Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. In these potted streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go rare your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Welcome, welcome everybody. This is the 20 by 20 podcast and we are your host Nathan McFly with your boy B-I-N-G being heard. You, what's going on G? What's going on man? What's happening? Chilling, chilling, chilling over here man. You already know. Uh, know, It's been uh, been a rough two weeks but you know, we we, we back over here you know. Yeah, man, yeah, man, you know, I don't want to get too crazy or too deep into it, but you already know, man, like, it's, 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 uh, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, you know what I'm saying, it, it, you got to fucking, you got to move forward and keep it going, and you already know that's how, that's how it, it would be wanted to be regardless of, of anything, you feel me, so, keeping it going is the best thing to do, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, trying to stay, you know, trying to stay positive, trying to stay a little busy. While right, doing right, so, definitely. but you know, just gotta gotta roll with the punches. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir, man. Yeah, yes, man. Sir, shit, shit is wild. You know, I didn't I didn't think it was gonna happen. Now, you know, like, well, you never, Nobody you does, never, brother. You never know, right? You yeah, never, you, you never, never know, expected man. Things like that to happen, but at least you know, at peace now, and you know, the fighting and all that is now now rest and. Everyone, you know, gonna go through it, but at the end of the day, everybody got an angel now. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, man. And uh, for those listening, you know, uh, me Nathan McFly lost my brother two weeks ago, and you know it's just been a little rough. I couldn't really do anything last week pertaining to recording. You know, watching anything. You know, I was just kind of like in my own zone for a bit. So understandable, brother. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, right now we back to it. We back on the pod. Yes, sir. And yeah, hey, man, we. Bro, that's what he would have wanted, man. So he's trying to keep moving. That's how he was. Like just got to, you got to grind it out. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, exactly, man. You know. But yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, it, it's. You know, you can't can't segue. Anyway, yeah. you know, but you just gotta get into it. Uh, right, last right. like and you have to address the people because you know it, was, it has been a week that we were on and all that. So yeah, 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 definitely, you know, like, definitely. You know, really didn't know what was going on, but yeah, man. Uh, and then even You're within these last two weeks, from what I seen, you know, a lot, a lot has happened. You know, especially you know yes. SmackDown still delivering fire. Roman still yeah, delivering fire. Him and Jay delivered fire at Clash of Champions, man. That was that was one of the better storytelling matches that I've seen in WWE in a, in a minute. I, I can't even honestly put my finger on one that told a story like that that drew me in as much as it did in a while. I'm sure there's plenty that we've seen, obviously, but that one was just... I don't know if it was the fact that everyone knows how close they are. I don't know if it was the fact that, I don't know, like, 
it just was, you know, it was different. And I didn't expect it to go the way that it did. And yo, <laughs> it was awesome, bro. I, I, it was awesome. It I was think, awesome. I think what made it so good was everything before it. Like Roman's whole face run. Like I know a lot of people really disliked it. I, you know, to the point where they be, they you were even trying to get right in. Here. <laughs> yeah, and like even trying to get into his skills in the ring when they had nothing to do with it. Like he was always fire in the ring. Like there was a time, especially when he was holding that Intercontinental Championship in the beginning, that U.S. Championship. He was coming out on Raw delivering fire, bro. Delivering fire, fire matches, closing off shows. Um, even at a point, you know, he was using his star power to to create new stars. Like Finn, Finn's win on Raw before him going to SummerSlam to face Seth wouldn't have meant meant that much if who who would he have pinned that the crowd would have went bananas for. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like he built. Braun Strowman. Absolutely. Without Roman, Braun ain't no got monster. it. There would be no monster without Roman, honestly. And you know what? He helped Bray how many times in his career as well? Exactly. How many times was Bray floundering and they threw him again with Roman and they delivered? They delivered because, yo, Bray's good, but it's, sometimes the writing with him drags him down and then you get put in with Roman and they never write Roman weak, so... You build anybody that's in the ring with him comes off and is made to look good because that nigga was built. The people that they used to build him were some of the best people. We're talking about Brock and Hunter and Randy and just like generals in the ring that knew how to take that raw talent and build it into a superstar. And they did. And now he can do the same thing. And like you said, that whole face run, the way that it was done, and, and the peak they reached, the fact that he's turned now to a heel, and his first opponent is family, and he beat him down and did all the shit that he did to his own blood, that made it so like, holy shit! You know, I know, like, oh, shit. like you <laughs> know, it looks real, like, like it looks like you know he killed whatever momentum the Usos as a whole got, but. I like I didn't see that nah, I when I seen so. that I I didn't see that I mean you know I seen it through you know through through a lot of people's timelines and shit like that but it's like it's just the whole like we were saying in the beginning the storytelling and the psychology of Roman right. and Jay during the whole thing. Match. Yeah, this, no. this is not over. There's gonna be I another think, match, and nah, I don't even man. know if Jimmy's clear to come back. Nah, he's not. But he's not because no, he was supposed to be gone for like at least eight months. <laughs> Cause it was like a sprained ACL or something. We reached that point though. We we, we right around there. Well, the eight, eight the eight month point will be December. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But my thing is this: with with okay. Roman and Jay, everything meant something. And yo, not for nothing, bro. But those like couple of months when he was in Hollywood with The Rock, you could tell, bro, that that shit just like made his character even more than what it is. Cause everything he was doing, like. From the from the shit talking in the ring, both of them on both sides of right. things, but Roman Moore, right. it right. wasn't just he was saying shit just to say. Everything was strategically said. But and not ev- only that, it's also the delivery that yep. he was saying. Yeah, you know when he was a baby face, he would get fired up and he would yell and scream and all of that. 
and he do it. He did at the end of the match, but in the beginning, when he first, when they were first going at it, and Jay caught a little flurry, and then Roman clotheslined the shit out of him and had him against the ropes. He was leaning with his, he came from behind him, and he's talking shit to him like, "I told you, bro. I told you this is not shit." Like he's very, he's yeah. still slow and deliberate. And then as the match went forward, and Jay kept getting up, and Jay kept kicking out. Then like his octave just went up more, and then his yep. octave just went up, and then the violence escalated, and then the violence escalated yep. more. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, "Yo, he's gonna end up whipping his ass," and then he just started whipping his ass. Yeah, and I'm like, "Yo, this is this is whoever took this match and, and laid this match out, they did that shit perfect." Because now nobody could say he's not a heel. Nobody can say anything about that this heel character to me is fully established 100 percent. and yo definitely big props to jay uso bro because he wrestled his ass off and that nigga took a million and fifty five thousand bumps and he made roman look like a fucking animal yep big up to jay uso bro awesome shit and then also the little things within the match like jay uso coming in with the lay around his neck you know what i'm saying i i would have you know, that was a like, throwback to when they first started. Remember oh, that definitely. That, but that, that's just that's just culture right there. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? That's what they know. But yo, if Jay would have came out with the Ula Fala, which is like something like that, but just made with like the I think it's like the fruit of the island and the, the fruit of the island. Yeah, yeah what yeah. the Ula Fala is is the is the is the lay that they they like the head person of the family wears. wears the head right, person of right. the village wears. And this is what Roman Reigns is implying. That's why like when he came in with that you know, the whole match, the whole match went down and Roman, like, Paul Heyman on the side. No, you are, you are the, you know, you are the you chief. Are the you chief. are the tribal chief. He's like, nah, man. Chief. I want to hear it from him. I want to hear it from him. Because, like, yo. When he said he, that, I was like, oh, shit. All right. Exactly. And then right. this is Roman solidifying himself as the head of his family. That that's the only thing that matters. Like, he would beat the living shit out of his blood cousin. Somebody he looks at as a brother, not even a cousin. He would beat the shit out of him, love him later, and make sure everybody sees it because it's going to be worse for everybody else. Right. That's exactly what I got out of that shit, bro. That's what I got out of that is, you guys, as good as you are, you have to line up behind me. Exactly. Or you have to you have to line up behind me to stand next to me. And if you don't do that, if you want to fight me, fine. You can challenge me, but I'm gonna put the beats on you so bad that nobody else is gonna want to challenge me. Nobody else is gonna want to say nobody in the family gonna the do that. Chief. Right? Exactly. Yo, the, like you you have mentioned the little things in the match. Yo, when Jay hit him with the splash, yep. and when he kicked out and he did the low blow at the same time, I was like, yo, I missed it at first. So when I did the replay. <laughs> I like, this motherfucker, yo, that was dope. Yep. I've never seen that before. Me it was either. so dirty. And he did it so slick to not get disqualified. That was great. I was like, yo, that was great, bro. That was great. That was really good. Great. He did the flying, the, the, Roman did the flying um, leg, the, 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 the Zack Ryder. Ryder shit. Yep. He hit that shit perfect. I was like, ooh, that's a good move for him. He's a big dude. Like, And then he get in the air like that? The air like that? Yeah, bro. Yeah, I was man. like, yo, what if he's like, what if he starts just opening up the arsenal, like next match you see something else or two other things you haven't seen, but maybe what? two more things you haven't seen, like just to like, I don't know, change it up a little bit. Because as a face, he kind of had, he was kind of stuck in a certain moveset. And like he did, a, he did a lot of those things, 
it, there was no Superman punch. No, there was there. Yeah, there was Superman punch. There was Superman punch. But the fucking um, he just I don't know. He kind of moved different. He was a little slower, a little bit more deliberate. Like the pace wasn't boom, 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 boom like it was when he was yep. a baby face. I mean, it picked up and it got to that point because Jay is gonna, you know, they they that's that type of offense. So he, he kept up down. with that. Yo, I could I could do what you do, nigga. But here's this clothesline, and now slow down. Yep. Now we're gonna do it my fucking way. And then no heel, bro. What I like, so good, bro. what I like is, is that it wasn't a fast-paced match, right? Was, That's what I'm saying. It was slow. It, you know, it was slow to a certain extent, but it was it was good because they were, you know, they were showing us, they were showing us something. It was right. it was entertainment. It was TV. It was great. You, you feel and what I'm they saying? Did that, they did that. They did that type of match without a crowd. Yep. Which, how hard that must have been, bro. Nah, but, but just imagine, I'm like, I'm, I watched it and I'm like, yo, they were really in, in Orlando right now because Orlando is a big WWE town. Whenever they come and they do Amway or like, like house shows or anything like that, that shit always sells out. Always, right? I'm like, yo, imagine this on a fucking pay-per-view. They can fit like a good maybe 14 and a half thousand people in there. Those people would have been going crazy with this fucking match. Just the way... That it was done and the pace and all of that shit and the building of it and the building of it the building of it and the climax like they did that shit without a crowd and it just it was still that good and you know how the crowd no matter what the crowd is always gonna add I was just like yo imagine fifteen thousand screaming nutcases in there watching this like this shit would have been even it would have felt even bigger and it would have felt even more like wow Roman's really a heel with that and they still got that over without fucking people which must have been fucking Hard as fuck. And I watched the match back again, and I'm like, yo, again, this is one of the better storytelling matches from WWE in a hot minute, like, in a, in a long, long, long time. And I'm just hyped for where they're going to go with it, because I kind of feel like they're not going to fuck this up for some reason. You know how sometimes they do shit and they get you hyped, and you're like, mm, what are they going to do to fuck this up? Yeah. For some reason, I don't feel like they're going to do that. I feel like they, they, they have a game plan, and they have it planned out to a certain point and I don't think they're really going to deviate from what they're doing and yo I'm I'm hyped like I told you before I told you from Monday I'm like yo I can't wait for Smackdown <laughs> I can't wait for Smackdown I'm hyped like what the fuck sure, my bad I, just hearing these dogs outside Jesus lord oh shit but um <laughs> nah but uh what I, was, what I was just saying going back to what you said about the crowd being there to be honest I think the crowd my maybe maybe but it's just something inside of me the crowd wouldn't have been for that type of match just because yeah it it just depends on the crowd that would have been there because i know if if it's in orlando you're gonna have a a whole bunch of young heads there and they want they want to see all that all that glitz and glamour and shit once you give them a match like this that's why i like that it was in in an arena where there was no fans in the arena of course you had the thunderdome there you know what i'm saying but just to keep it the way it was, I, I think it needed that type of that type of atmosphere. I think I think the crowd could have yeah. could would have taken some something out of it, and we wouldn't have enjoyed it as much. I mean, I, I probably we will. You probably would have. You know what right. I'm saying? But a lot of people would have had a lot well, more different think, things to say. I hear what you're saying about the crowd thing and a storytelling type match. Like sometimes. The crowd doesn't 
get it yeah. at first and they kind of just lull and then they wake up for the action and then they just lull and it, then that you lose something in the match because the crowd adds but the crowd can also subtract too you know what yes. I mean yes. we, can, we can be watching a pay-per-view and you'll get one perspective out of it I'll get another perspective out of it and then niggas like alright let's we'll watch the shit together and be like yo this crowd sucks like that's why I didn't like this fucking match like they just sitting there and they're taking away no, their their non reaction to the things going on in the ring take your eyes off of what's actually going on. Exactly. So I hear what you're saying with that, but like, I don't know. I still feel because of who was in it, how it was built, the way it was built with the crowd, it would have still worked. Okay, I think it would have. Okay, I think it would have, just because who it is and how the kids still don't know really what's going on. Kids are still gonna cheer Roman. But we'll see now if they do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? After what happened on with Clash of Champions and all of that, you know they still might. He still might get a fifty fifty reaction. I don't think so. I think it's going to be straight booze. I think with the plan they were trying to do worked, and I, I think it would have worked for the crowd. No, too. He, he's definitely a heel. He's not in between. Oh, hell yeah, that's nah, it. He's a heel. That and people yeah. are going to hate him, which is great. I but love it. Another person who I I can't stop giving any more praise to. To be honest with you. Is Randy Orton? Oh man, bro! Listen. Yo, we've seen Randy and Drew go at it for three consecutive pay per views, and I'm not mad. And he's got, and he just makes Drew look better each time, bro. Exactly. I mean, this Honestly, wasn't like I'm really. I'm going my bad. This wasn't, you know, their best out of the three, because no, I definitely liked uh, the one, the one before uh, the first joint. Which the first one was at damn what was it again? The horror show. Yeah, that that was a really good. Was the horror show? No, that yes. was Dolph. That was Dolph. The no, first, yeah, was Dolph the was the horror show. show. But uh, damn, Dolph was the horror show. That was May, so June. What was in June? Uh, Money in the Bank, right? Money in the Bank. No, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. Was it? Damn, what was in June? Shit, I don't remember. Whatever or July, maybe. I who gives a shit? But anyways. It was July. It the was first, July. the first, the first go around, I think, was their best match. But just to get back to what we were saying, right? Randy, bro, he's just he's at another level when he's just very dedicated to what he's doing, and he's another he's another superstar that others feed off of to look better. Like Drew needed this this moment with Randy, even though it was a couple of months. But this is story building. This is that long yep. story building that everybody talks about that wrestling needs again. And we're seeing it with Roman turning heel. We're seeing it with Randy and Drew. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, even though the story seems to kind of suck at the moment, we're seeing it with Retribution. You know what I'm saying? And it's just with Randy, he's... Damn, bro. Randy's LeBron. Right? Randy, yeah. Randy's LeBron. Like, when you need your big man to run the point, he's right there. When he when he was when he was beefing with AJ with the with the with the US title, him doing him doing segments with, with the good brothers, him doing segments with the revival, like the revival looked dead. As soon as they got as soon as they got buddy buddy with Orin, they started to look a little better. You know, they like had, they had something with that. They, they had, had oh yeah, yeah, they had something. They with definitely, that. they had something there. And oh. the three, all three of them say it. They had something there. But yo, know, I think, I think 
Randy is having probably one of his best years of his career, or like the latter part of his yep. career right now. Um, everything he's done all year has been incredible. And I think with Randy, and with this is very well notated and documented, and the nigga will say it himself, he needs to have a dance partner that he can trust. Mm-hmm. And he will be fully invested. If he got somebody that he, that he fucks with, he's going to give you 100%. And yo, Randy at 100% is not too many people that can touch the nigga on exactly. the mic, in the ring, psychology, building. People say his matches are boring. They're not. They're he doesn't need to do springboard. He don't need to do springboards off the top rope. For what? That's not his style. He's mastered what he does. And yo, he's built Drew up more in these fucking three matches and now four because they're going to go with Hell in the Cell. Yeah. He's built him up more in these four matches and I'm, more than Brock did with him beating Brock. Yep. I think this feud has made McIntyre's championship run. And he's had a good run. And he's had good matches with everybody he's defended the title against. He's looked strong. I'm glad they're keeping a title on him because, yo, I like his title run. He's holding it down for what they're asking him to do. He's holding it down. But without Randy Orton right now, if it wasn't for Randy, I don't know where Drew would be in his title run, who he would be dealing with. Who would he be another month-to-month with different people? Like, cause that... I mean, yeah, that kind of builds you up, but uh, when you're a champion, it's good to have somebody to rival against. And for your first real rivalry to be against a time world champion, and now you beat him not once, not twice, but three fucking times you beat him, and now you're going to for a fourth time. Like if he wins again, obviously, I think obviously the feud's over. But where, how how ill does that establish Drew as? A champion, you know what I'm saying? And Randy could eat those four losses on pay-per-view, go away, come back, and beat somebody else and be fucking champion. And it'll like nothing happens to him because he's fucking Teflon. But that's what happens when you're that good. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can do that. You can lose three times in a row on pay-per-view and not lose steam because of how good you are because the job you've done on getting the champion over. You know what I'm saying? And Randy, you know, me and you, we have always been Orton fans, always. From yep. From jump, like from jump, jump, we always fucked with Randy, and it's just like, damn, bro, when he got somebody he likes to work with, that nigga, nobody can fuck with him. Really. Nobody, nobody, that's why I wouldn't even mind if they if they throw the title on him at Hell in a Cell. Well, Rand- Randy's that. so good that he got the Good Brothers wanting him to come to Impact, and he got FTR wanting him to come to AEW. That's how good he is, yeah, and he's but- like he about to be forty. That ain't you know happening. We niggas forget. You just forget he. I think he might have just turned forty. How long he been in the game? And he's just now reaching his forties. He still got time, which it is crazy. Happen. It ain't happening, bro. He ain't going nowhere. Nah, he ain't going anywhere. Nah, I'm not talking about going anywhere. I'm talking about just how <laughs> uh, young he is. Like he could be the one to break Flair's record at the end of the day. Well, let's see, he man. He's at thirteen, standing he's still at 13. at thirteen. So let's see what happens, man. He's gonna need four reigns, but I don't know if he's gonna get four reigns within the next five years. Right, you know I, I, I I see them possibly because of three straight losses. Maybe he gets this Hell in a Cell win because he's kind of a Hell in a Cell. I wouldn't say like uh, that's his expertise type of match, but he's had a couple of good ones. He doesn't really have the best record in them. Yeah. So maybe let him take this one and let Drew until fucking Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, and get it back in time for Mania, and then put him and Keith Lee. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can do that. I haven't beat we the shit about out of... 
Yo, have him beat the shit out of Otis and take the fucking briefcase. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that motherfucker. Yo, <sighs> real quick. Let's... What they doing on SmackDown right now is so retarded with the lawyers, and I'm gonna take the, I'm taking you to court and all this bullshit. Like, what I see happening is they're gonna have a match for the briefcase. He's gonna win, and it's gonna cause Miz and Morrison to split up because Morrison was the one that took the briefcase, and Miz kind of took it back from him. All of a sudden, unsafe work environment, and he's the one with the lawsuit, not Morrison. Niggas ain't peep the little body language between them on that, and I said, oh. That's the first sign of the breakup right there. They're going to have some type of match, and then these niggas are going to end up breaking up, and this motherfucker's going to keep the money in the bank contract for what? To waste it. You know, I hope he did against Roman, and he gets the shit speed out of him and pinned one, two, three. <laughs> we don't hear from him again in the fucking world title picture. To be in a tag team, motherfucker. Yo, but what if what if we get another Miz, uh, Miz girl out of this? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> They're not going to do that. They're not going to do They better not. Oh my god! <laughs> Roman, yo, he comes in and hits him with that bullshit ass elbow and pins or, him. Or, or him, dude, or him just cashing it in on on Drew. I would rather I would see. All right, this to yo. me right now that might be a little bit more believable because Drew has shown more vulnerability and Drew's a baby face, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Roman, they're just establishing him as a heel. He's not losing any matches anytime soon. Niggas can forget about that right now, son. He's not taking no L's for a minute. She's not to somebody like Otis. And yo, Otis is no. a talented dude. Yo, no, no, no. no Everybody on SmackDown is food, bro. Everybody, bro. Everybody's Everybody. food. Everybody's food, kid. Oh, and, man. And nobody's oh, man. taking that off Roman. That's why they ain't nah. got Big E in the picture right now, B. Right, right. Because whatever right. they like thought they were going to do with Big E, Roman's like, nah, my man. This, this is my shit, bro. I am right. sorry. And I'm not even mad at that either. Yo, did you hear that? The interview he did, the Roman interview he did, he's like, he was talking about everything. Bro. It, was, it was the right before um, the Clash of Championship. And he was, they were asking, Corey Graves is asking him about people he sees you oh, know, yeah. doing their thing. He starts naming people. He names Big E, he names a couple of people, but he's just like, yo, you're going to have to, take this out of my cold dead hands like I'm just not giving this up right now and in my head I'm like maybe that's why they did that that injury thing with Big E and they have him they had him beat up the other dude and all that now they're gonna have probably gonna have him beat Sheamus and all that like he's gonna be in the top of the mid card you know what I'm saying but he's not gonna be in the title picture right now but I I feel like he's gonna be the one out of after all these Smackdown people fall he's gonna be the guy to step up to, to challenge Roman and I can see that being a possible WrestleMania match maybe he just think of wins the Royal Rumble you had, you had picked up to win the Royal Rumble like I don't know so maybe but to, I know that has to be why they pulled him out of that out of the four way that has to be why they pulled him out of all of that because they want to keep him strong you know what I'm saying and they of don't want to feed him to Roman right now of course definitely but uh, another match man that we got to talk about from Clash of Champions before we get away from it is that ladder match and I, I yo I'm going back yeah. a couple of weeks when we were talking about the IC title picture and you talked about how you hate Sami Zayn. Yes. After that match, you can't hate him, bro. I I, I, res- I respect Sami Zayn's in ring ability. I I do. He's a good wrestler, bro. That cannot take that away from him. The way that that match ended 
was pretty fucking dope. And I was like, yo, I'm not even mad at you. That was fucking ill. That was ill. But as far as the character, I can't stand the dude, bro. He just, he reminds me. You know who he reminds me of, bro? He reminds me of Bob. Who? That reminds me of Dooley. Wait, of A-Rod's brother. Oh, He reminds my God. me of Dooley. See, nah. I lived with that kid for a couple of years. So, like, you haven't been around him for a while. But you see Sami Zayn, how he talks, and how he's neurotic, and the way he talks, and the his body language. Shut the fuck up. When he starts going, that's fucking Julie. And every time I see him on my screen... I'm like, yo, I'm going to kick this dude. Oh, that's Shut why you don't like him. Because he reminds you of some, somebody you don't like, bro. Yes, but he's him. I swear to <laughs> you. If you, saw, if you saw this kid in the street and you saw Sami Zayn, he would be like, oh, shit. They got a point right here. <laughs> like, damn. Awesome shit. But, yo, in ring, he's great. That was a great match. They beat the shit out of him. Let's keep it real. He was hurt. He was no, hurt. Yo, everybody took everybody <laughs> took a lot of bumps yeah, in that match, man. They took some bumps, bro. Like that was a good ladder match. But nigga, the ending to that match was dope. Like what he did, yo. that shit was mad funny when he cuffed himself to AJ and just acted like he was dead weight. Yeah, I'm like, yo, that's good shit, bro. Yep. This is good. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I like this. I like what they did here. Him winning, it shocked me. I, I'm gonna be real. I thought AJ was gonna take it. Yo, so I'm it, glad what they did. I'm and glad. Hardy, bro. Hardy still doing amazingly crazy shit at his age. Yeah, bro. And, you know, sometimes I I, I, I get at him because he be in the ring and he does moves. And I'm like, oh, nigga, you missed that nigga by four and a half miles. Holy shit. <laughs> nah, he wasn't missing nobody on Sunday. Niggas just getting hit and landing on heavy. And I'm like, this nigga got two speeds. Crackhead, fucking dope team slow, or fucking crackhead fast. This <laughs> nigga don't go no middle, son. No, he's, he's zero dope, or bro. 100. No, he's so, dope. On some shit. He's zero or 100, and he was he was 100 on Sunday, and it was good. And then AJ, AJ could wrestle a paper bag and put the paper bag over, bro. Word facts on facts on facts. That nigga's still ill. And you know what? I like that he didn't take no real ladder bumps until the one that he did take. And I was like, oh, shit. He crunched his ass. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I'm watching this. I'm like, AJ hasn't taken one ladder bump. He hasn't taken one. Oh, there he comes. Here he comes. There you oh, go. Oh, Here he it took... comes. No. Oh, there it is. Oh, shit. And hey, yo, the, shit out of the, the ladder bump that Sami Zayn took when he bounced off the ladder and oh, somehow went over the rope outside the ring. Over the fucking top rope. Yes. Yes, Oof. bro. Yes. Insane. But the shit that he did when when AJ had to pick first when he put the, yo, when he put the handcuff through this nigga's ear, I was like, Okay. <laughs> How you gonna get that shit off? And then he cuffed himself, acted like dead weight. AJ had to pick him up, fireman's carry. Somehow Hardy gets back in the ring with the ladder still attached to his fucking ear. He's trying to put it up and get his ear out at the same time. This nigga slips out, uncuffs himself. Cuffs held me to the ladder and grabs the title. I was like, yo, that was dope. That yep. was dope. And then I, I was talking about it with LP. Shout out to LP. Fucking, I was like, yo, what if that's his gimmick? And I'm, he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, what if his gimmick is throughout all his matches now, being that he's the IC champion now, legit, undisputed, whenever he has a title match, or just in general, the way that he wins, he fucking sneaks. And outsmarts you somehow, or uses something, or or does something like what he did. It's never just a move in a one, two, three. There's always some extra shit for him to get out of it. And now he starts 
building himself as I'm smarter than everybody. Like, no matter how much you beat my ass, I'm still going to figure out a way to beat you. Yep. Like, that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, almost like a puzzle solve type shit. Like, the Riddler type shit in a way. Like, yeah. you can fuck me up. Perfect. And the I'm going to take the beating, right? Like, the Riddler, right? You're going to beat my ass, no doubt. And I'm going to beat your ass back. But you're still going to beat my ass more just because of the way that I'm building the type of character I am. But I'm going to figure out how to beat you. <laughs> which I wouldn't be mad at. He's a know-it-all. He's a fucking Larry David, bro. But, yo, he really is. Because you hear people who talk interviews about him and they're like, his real name Remy. Fucking Jericho. Like Jared Trump, we'll get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> you mean, Chung- you mean Chungus? Le Chungus? Le Chungus? Yo, that shit was dumb funny. He's like, yo, we were setting up a, a ladder match. Right? You remember, remember that ladder match they did? That promo they did on Raw where everyone was sitting on top of the ladders? I know you oh remember that Oh my God, shit. that was awesome. Remember that, right? Yeah. All right, so in the back when they were setting that up, Sami Zayn is like talking and talking and talking and talking and Cesaro's like, Remy, can I get a word in? And nigga's like, no. And he just keeps talking and talking. And Cesaro almost threw a chair at that nigga. And they're like, yo, how he is on TV, that's how he is in real life. He doesn't shut the fuck up. And I'm like, ah, that's why I dislike him, bro. Because I know, I see him on TV, and I'm like, I know that that motherfucker's like that in real life. He's a Larry David. Larry David's an asshole, bro. Jesus. But, I mean, yo, the match is dope. And, I'm, you know what I mean? Fuck it. Let, give him the title. Let him run. They need, a, they need another... A, you know, a secondary heel. You know, you got your main champion as a heel, you got your secondary champion as a heel, but two completely different heels. So, I'm, I'm cool with it. He got some good competition in that division. You know, he got, there's guys on the come up. You got Riddle. You can still say Biggie's in that, in there, like Corbin and still AJ and still Jeff Hardy. Like, there's a couple of people that he can feud with. So, you know, uh, it's cool. I like it. I like it. All right, cool, cool. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, we got, we got another ref botch, bro. And, and it's not oh. like, and it's not like we're getting them from different referees. We're getting them from the exact same motherfucker, bro. And there's the same guy that did the Oscar Mickey match, the same guy who did the Raw Tag match on Sunday. And from what I was hearing on a, on another podcast, was the same guy from WrestleMania 35 that botched the ending to the main event, the Triple Threat Women's match. <laughs> So, all right, so my, all right, look, look, Wait, one second. So, Garza gets hurt, understandable, but I think Garza I think just, he had to call no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think this, I think this though, bro. If he's getting the word in his ear, like, yo, we're going home now, because of something that happened in the match, something that they seen in the back that was wrong, or they're running on time. Yo, you ha- he has to learn how to communicate that. The communication is off. That's the only reason why this shit is a botch. Like when I seen the, the raw the raw um women's tag um no nah, the raw women's championship match against Oscar and Mickey, I thought because to be honest, I was like, yo, Mickey looked gassed, bro. She looked people thought she was injured. She looked gassed. She looked like she couldn't go anymore. She so, looked gas, and I, I thought she had injured her shoulder, which has always been a problem for her. Yeah. But so I got that, a, I got a theory on that, but go ahead, keep going. Go ahead. So then, you know, like, I, I'm just like, damn. I'm like, all right. There was no communication there at all because it went from one move and then there was about two or three moves later the match was supposed to end and he didn't communicate that they were going home yet. Same thing with the Raw Tag Match. You saw Andra- Andrade, not only Andrade, but Dawkins. Dawkins didn't even know the match ended because homie's shoulder was up. So he was ready to go into the next set of moves. It's like, yo, the it, it's a miscommunication, and 
this ref got to get it together because if not, if he keeps doing this during championship matches, it's just going to make everything look bad. And Raw all together, even though Raw got some fire, fire competitors on Raw that are doing everything they need to do to get over. This guy, this guy's going to fuck shit up, man. He needs to have, I think the communication is bad. I think that's the only thing that's fucking up everything is communication. All right. So I hear you on that. I didn't know he was the ref for the triple threat. And I just, I thought that was a botch between Ronda and fucking Becky Lynch. That's what it looked like to me. I didn't really even take the ref into consideration at that point. Now, I got a theory on the Royal Women's title match. So, Bruce Pritchard, Nick Aldis do not fucking like each other. Yeah. Nick Aldis' wife is Nikki James. It just so happens that Pritchard had said something about Aldis and Nikki James the week before she came back from injury. Yeah. She comes back, she has that first match, she gets pinned in two minutes. She has another match, she gets pinned in a, in a minute. She wins the fucking number one contender match, blah, 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 blah. I guess, I don't know. There was some words exchanged supposedly in the back between them two, right? Mm-hmm. She gets into the title match. Does she look gassed? She did look gassed. But they could have just pulled the plug on her ass. They could have been like, all right, she's done. Which, yo, they do. They do that. They've done that. They do that to people. There's fucking bullshit and politics and all types of shit in the back. And Pritchard's a fucking petty motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I think that there's something more to just a ref botch there. I think they told him to pull the plug on that. You know what I'm saying? No, Honestly. yeah. I, I, I wholeheartedly I agree with that. I think they told him, and I think it has something to do with, with some outside shit. I don't think it was like... I don't think about... Yeah, the, I, I'm not sure I about that. I think it was some other shit. shit. I, 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 that's, I just, just cause of who was in it, how it ended and then the ref and all of that. And just like all those things came out right around that time. And there's no to not really get along and all this other shit. And you know how WWE can be. They've done shady shit like that before plenty of times. So that's what I think. Now, as far as the tag team match, he had to do something. Cause yo, this nigga, I really, he dislocated, he dislocated his hip or some shit. Something like, he was like fucked that. Yeah. Up, right. He was fucked up. So maybe because he was fucked up, when they when they told like you said communication, when they told him like yo go home, then nigga didn't have time to tell anybody anything or whatever the case may be. Yo, that job is fucking hard, my nigga. You got Vince in your ear, you got the production team in your in your other ear. Like it's a lot going on. I, um, did he fuck it up? Yeah, he fucked it up. Did the communication help? Nah. Because if niggas would have told him five seconds earlier, maybe he could have been able to relay the message. You know what I'm saying? Like, did they have to cut it right there? I don't know. I think maybe they could have let it go maybe into the next set of moves and, yo, go home with a roll-up. Boom, one, two, three. All right, bet we won. The way that they, they did it made it look so fucking choppy and fucked up. And when that match ended, I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, all right, this nigga's hurt. Maybe he's really hurt. And they had to just get them out of there so they can get him out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe that's what I that's what I thought. Like, yo, maybe they gotta they gotta get the structure for this nigga, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now that I watched it back, now that the way that you explained it and now me looking at it like I'm I'm replaying it back in my head, I'm like, damn, the the call that he did, the timing on that call was so bad. Exactly. And in, in the fucking and at the match at WrestleMania, his count was so off. Like he dropped so late. 
it just looked so weird. Like, I don't know. It was, it was just weird. Maybe it's just, I don't know. Maybe they're building a storyline with the referee. <laughs> Do we got you know a Nick saying? Patrick on our hands? That would be yo. Is he part of retribution? <laughs> I would, yo, that would be ill, son. <laughs> they got a referee. And they're going to put him in fucking black and white face paint or some shit. Yo. And fucking, <laughs> you know, Mick Foley's old um, black and white Foot Locker shirt. Yeah, yeah that, that's shit. it. That's it. Yo, before before we get into our next topic, <laughs> yo, listen. My top five favorite wrestlers at the moment, mm. not of all time, just at the moment, mm. T-Bar is in there. <laughs> My nigga T-Bar is a G with them Twitter fingers, bro. Everybody be coming at him. He got some good comebacks, man. Yo, he does. The first thing I seen him do was when Brian Alvarez, he he put out the the numbers for Raw. He's like 1.8 or da-da-da-da-da. He's like, yeah, T-Bar 1.8. Uh, AEW, 900,000. Guess who's winning? Or some stupid <laughs> shit like that. You know, and... Yo, he said some he wild got shit. Got Bischoff too. Yeah, and he got he said some wild shit to Dave LaGreca that it kind of made sense, but didn't make sense because it's like, yo, why does Retribution have contracts? And he's like, oh, we just signed those contracts because you know they know this was cheaper than having us fuck shit up all the time, and we need to pay our hitters and shit. And Jericho's like, what? And then he fucking retweets Jericho's, huh? And then puts. <laughs> A screenshot that he the fucking the Googles Jericho. All that comes out is every, all this COVIDness from Jericho. <laughs> oh my God, bro! Yo, T Bar is that dude, my nigga. Yo, that, yo, bro. But see Listen. that that right there is yo just playing with it and actually just just going head first into whatever they're giving you, bro, to try they to make to it work. Do, they- when they come back to TV, they need to do something dramatic, bro. They yep. need to hurt somebody. Yep. They need to hurt somebody important. They need to put somebody out. They need to hurt somebody. Them, the her business are not big enough stars. They need to go after Drew. They need to go after another top baby face on the on Who, on that brand. Whoever their leader out. is, whoever right, their leader is, they need to do something dramatic. Mm-hmm. Everybody, those girls need to go after. Oscar after the tag team champs and beat their asses and put them out for a couple of weeks. Yo, yep. something gotta happen to fucking reignite this fire because yo, this shit is lukewarm right now at oh, best, my nigga. At this best. shit's room temperature. At best, awesome shit. Like you said, at best, and the referee gotta be there with them, bro. I hope so. That would I be hope so that dope. He's a part of that shit. <laughs> I really do. That would I be really so do. dope. But um. Uh, another one thing I wanted to discuss with you about this week is, you know, I've been watching New Japan. You know, they got their they got their G one going down, and it, it's been great. Not for nothing, yes, there's been a lot of great matches. Especially, I had just finished watching uh, Jay White versus Will Ospreay. Yeah, man. And matches. I haven't fire. seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't. I have not seen that. Matches fire, bro. But um. I'm I'm a little thrown off about Will Ospreay, right? Because Will Ospreay is looking like he's being accepted by the wrestling community, even after the allegations and him apologizing, basically saying they're true, what the allegations were. And it was this, like, there's this British wrestler, um, 
Polly Polly Yeah. So she came out with a story during the whole speaking out movement how she was uh, sexually assaulted by this other British wrestler and Will Osprey, and she tried to like you know talk about it when it happened and Will Osprey had her blackball from companies out in out in Europe. And one company, wow. IWL, came out and said, yeah, like, they confirmed that story. Like, yeah, Osprey did come up to us, and he pressured us to have her removed from the venue and have her removed from the event and never book her. So, you know, you got this rising up-and-coming Will Osprey. You know, he was, he was you know, before he went to New Japan, he was going to come to WWE, just like uh, Koto Ibushi during that whole Cruiserweight tournament they were having. And, you know, you got somebody like that, you're going to want him and do whatever he says because you, you want your crowd packed. You know what I'm saying? So right. you got that shit there. And then you got a you got a talent, probably not as not equally talented because Will Ospreay is fucking really, really fucking yeah, Will Ospreay is phenomenal, bro. But Actually. you have a pretty dope talent in Velveteen Dream. Being blackballed by fans. Like, fans right. want him off TV. Right. And right. a background issue with him is he was he was alleged by multiple people to have inappropriate communications. He ain't touch nobody. He ain't, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, even with the, with the whole shit with uh, this one girl, I think she was like 17 years old. She said that he has sent some dick pics. The whole shit came out that the... The DMs were fake. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, you know, his cloud was hacked. Whose cloud hasn't been hacked? Right. You know what I'm saying? So, my whole thing is, like, how, how is, and I don't want to, to be honest, I don't want to make this a race issue. I, it, it just sounds like it, but I re- I'm really trying to look at it from a different, a different lens. All right, so, my thing is this. I, the thing about Osprey that I read was, his boy, who was his tag team partner in that, in that, that, um, oh my God, what the fuck was that team called? That's something, Swords of Essex. Mm-hmm. They were in that, they, they were in that, that shit that was over there, the what culture wrestling that ended up closing down, which, you know, had some pretty dope, when that shit was going on, they had some dope shit going on. They had yeah. some great talent over there, right? I heard it was that dude, Scotty Wainwright, that sexually yeah, assaulted Wayne the chick. Wright. Right, that he sexually assaulted the girl, and that since Osprey was his boy, he told Osprey what happened. Shorty was booked on the show, and he got her tossed off the show to look out for his man's. That's the asshole move. You're a dickhead. Your man's a dickhead even more for touching the girl, doing whatever the fuck he did. But for you co-signing that, you're a piece of shit. But you didn't touch nobody, right? And, See, and then what I what I. But what I read Supposedly, was that he did. I read that he did it, and it was his boy that did, and he just co-signed it. Like, yo, this happened, or whatever. However the fuck it went down, but Osprey wasn't there. Osprey had nothing to do with the girls. But the girl is saying that, yo, your boy did whatever he did to me, and you knew about it, and instead of doing the right thing, you get me thrown off a fucking show, you get my bookings taken away? That's what I read. Now, the shit with Velveteen... It sounds borderline pedo. Yes. Yes, definitely. Right? Definitely. And then his character, people are so fucking stupid that they can't differentiate TV from real life. 
So they probably think he walks around with fucking purple boas and he sachets everywhere like fucking Velveteen Dream. <laughs> and he don't. Even though I heard he very, very, very much lives in character when he's out in public. He stays in character. He's like a method actor. From what I hear, you know what I'm saying? I've heard that he's like, you see him out and he's not going to, hey, how are you? He's going to fucking look at you up and down like he was Velveteen Dream. I love that. Do that. That's great. That's perfect. Yo, you talking to bitches online? You talk texting girls online? You on you on the internet? You on Instagram or you on Bumble or you on one of these sites or whatever the case may be? Yo, you gonna come across shit? You talking to somebody? You yo, how old are you? And they lie. It happens. This shit has happened to me. I'm pretty sure it's happened to you back in the day. Like, you come to meet up with somebody, you're like, oh fuck, you only whatever the fuck. Like, I'm out. It didn't even get that far with him. It was messages, conversations, and then it turned out the messages were fake. I guess because there was new pictures, and supposedly there's a chain of evidence with Velveteen. People have a different view, and with Osprey, it's kind of just word against word. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that's the maybe that's the thing. But if it is that he assaulted the girl too, we're homie, and then he got Shorty's bookings taken away. That's some piece of shit, fucking asshole bullshit. And I don't think it's that because there's no way New Japan would allow somebody that has these things going on to be resting on their show. Nigga, they fired Loki for less. You know what I'm saying? Loki came to the ring in a suit and they got mad at him for that and they tossed his ass talking about you disrespecting the executives or blah, blah, blah. And some cultural bullshit yeah. that he know he wasn't supposed to do that. And he did it anyway and they fired him for that shit. Now, Osprey supposedly assaulted assaulted girl. I doubt. We're talking about Japan, bro. Japan's a very conservative country. Yeah. Yes, they have their fucking what you call it, a um, big red light district and all this extra shit. But that's a very conservative country. No, like, no, definitely. I do not think that they what, would let that go down. What happened um, with this dude? Uh, man. <laughs> Mike, um, um, homeboy, the big Canadian nigga. No, 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 um, not him. Um, the 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 Japanese guy. He he was the the lightweight champion in WWF. Taka, no, nah, not Takamichi. Takamichi Nuko? Takamichi Nuko? Was it him? Yeah, it was Taka. He, yo, they they actually let him go because he uh he got called infidelities and shit. Like, he got caught playing uh, his wife. I was wondering why he wasn't with Zack Sabre Jr. no more. Because he used to come out. That was his, like, that was his his heater. Yep. That was his heater for a minute. And, yo, they made a good little, good little one-two punch. And Taka wasn't part of Suzuki gun. Damn, I... I didn't even know that's why they fired him. Yeah, See, look at that bro. shit. They fired a nigga for cheating on his wife, which wrestlers do on a regular basis. That's part of the game. Like, you're supposed to cheat on your wife, apparently. <laughs> if you're a wrestler, you travel from city to city, nigga. That's how niggas live. Like, and look at that. I mean, I don't, I don't know, bro. I think the fans, because Osprey is the type of character that he is, and all of that, and Velveteen is the type of character that he is. The wrestling community sometimes can be fucking retarded and they muddy their own waters and they can't see through the bullshit. Like, at the end of the day, when you're a celebrity, you're a target for all types of shit like this. When you're a man of, of power, you have money, you're a target for all types of shit like this. I'm not saying that not to believe homegirl because apparently the, the nigga did do what he did to Shorty, but I don't know if Osprey did what he did to her. If, and no, nobody, see, Japan, that, that's the thing. Like, like, they, like, I don't know. It's all allegation based and all that shit, right? But right, right. a lot of it is true. 
You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna right. I'm not gonna, you know, sell anybody short that's coming out saying that they were touched or you know Absolutely that, that people forced themselves upon them. I'm Absolutely never gonna not. sell them short on what they're saying right. because you never know. Right. But my thing is is like you have two guys, one, you know, like it's kinda it's kind of like the same story, but not. But it's just one is being accepted and one is just being not accepted. And WWE came out saying that they did their their search and everything, and you know, did their investigation, and nothing came up that was valid. Right. And I'm pretty sure New Japan did the same thing. You know, they so had to have. There's no way that they didn't. Like, there's just no way that they didn't. I just, I'm just but. thinking, like, you know, Velveteen Man, it's gonna take him a long, long time before he can even be seen as, you know, something. Because now that that character is like. Halfway dead, bro. But do you see now how they turned the baby feet? How they turned him heel again? Yeah, but and they it's have not him working. doing something a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not working. It ain't hitting the same, bro. I don't know. I don't know yet. I think it's new still. I think you got to let it breathe a little bit because you know how NXT is. You're not on TV every week. And yes, he was established already as quote unquote, you know, the Velveteen Dream and the Dream Over and all that shit, blah blah. blah. But he went from. Yo, he was a heel, and the fans just accepted him as a baby face, so he kind of ran with it. So now, now, all right, now, bro, now you're a heel, and the fans do not accept you as a baby face right now. Let's see what you can do. You know what I'm saying? If you're not guilty for what you did, that's fine, whatever the case may be. We're going to let people think what they want. We know that what's going on. You know what's going on. You know how the internet is. They're going to roll whatever they want to run with. Yeah. But you got to let it breathe a little bit because you're not on every single week. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let let it let it build. He's gonna have a good match with Kashida, bro. Kashida's gonna bring a good match out of him. And honestly, I think Dream should go over. Nah, man. I do. My my boy Kushida has no, I... been been taking L's all over the place since since that match. Uh, they with Walter. Like I I knew he was gonna lose against Walter. I knew that already. But it was a it was a an amazing match with Walter. Yeah. And then ever since then, he's been eating L's, bro. He's been just be giving everybody else the light. And he got to come hurt up. twice. Mm-hmm. He got hurt twice in that time. And so. now and now that he's know. healthy, he got to come up, bro. I, I, I think he's going to come up. There's Velveteen. a situation where, where, where each of them, either one of them kind of needs a win right now. Yeah. But I feel like it's going to be Kushida because Velveteen is, is kind of like in a rabbit hole right now, bro. He and he's just trying to get his way back up, but it's gonna take a while. Dude. I'm telling you, it's gonna take a while for him to actually mean something again. And then I, I hear you there. And then meanwhile, you look at New Japan, and Will Ospreay comes back, and the fans went absolutely fucking yeah. bonkers when he came out that first night. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. yo, take nothing away from that dude in the ring. That nigga's the dude's incredible. Yep, he's incredible in the ring. Velveteen is a different. Character, he doesn't have the in-ring skill. He's more a entertainment. Fucking character, bro. Yeah. His promo game and everything, like incredible. So I don't know. I think they're both gonna be alright, bro. I think at the end of the day, like you know, like the wrestling community can be retarded as fuck, but they can also be right. forgiving. <laughs> let's for uh, any let's, little let's, thing. let's uh let's 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 use that word a little less. <laughs> oh my bad, my bad. I, I <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everyone. Nah, it's all good, it's all good, it's all good. It's, you know, it's, it's the fucking the you era. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's just the era like, we grew up in. It, yeah, a, lot, a lot of words we used to say back in the day can't even be right, said right. anymore. Yeah, yeah, not, not even that. Like, 
Yo, it can just, the littlest thing can set this community off from one way to the other, from one day to the next. And it's just like, yo, some things you got to just chill and just, yo, yeah. just chill. Like, yo, just chill. Let's, just, let, let's see what happens. Like, like the whole retribution thing, right away everyone said it was dead. And we both were like, yo, let it breathe. And then they came out and I was like, oh man. This is not good. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> this is not good. Like, I'm going to still let it rock. Let's see what they do yeah, right now. My, my nigga T-Bar ain't going to let it die. Uh, yo, the names, my nigga. Yeah, but T-Bar ain't going to let it die. Paper, T Yo, T-Bizzle. plate hockey mask. T-Bizzle. Yep. <laughs> my nigga T-Bizzle, bro. He ain't going <laughs> to let it die, B. Listen, that dude is nice in the ring. Oh, though. hell yeah. They're all they're He's all a, so talented though. That that yeah, and that's man. what hurts even more is that the people under the the mask are extremely talented, man. Right, and I hope they let give them a chance to shine to show that. I hope yep. they get an opportunity where people are like, Oh shit, yo, these these motherfuckers can go. Like they might be, you know, all the extra shit, all the rah rah burn shit down, all right, cool. There's ways they can do that to make it look really dope. But if they hold it down in the ring, all the other shit kind of might just fall in line. Yeah, it you know will. I, I have a feeling it might, bro. You feel me? Like, if they're able to hold it down in the ring and if they're able to hold it down on the mic, all the other extra bullshit will kind of just follow. And it'll be, you'll know, you'll, people going to accept it because it's like, yo, they're legit. Like, Nexus, who the fuck are these dudes? Come on, beat the shit out of John Cena, destroy the whole shit. No, they did this shit for weeks and weeks and weeks on end, and then they finally got in the ring and they whipped ass, and people were like, "Oh shit, these dudes can go," and all of them could, and all seven different styles, which was ill until Ryback destroyed his ankle and then fucking the whole shit with Daniel Bryan and all of that. But like, it was dope because of that. And then yo, you see the main five from Retribution. Those are five. First of all, two monsters, one great cruiserweight light heavyweight. And Shane Thorne, who never really got a shot at NXT, yeah. snake bit, knee injuries, and his partner left him and all this shit. Like, And then Mia Yim, one of the dopest female wrestlers, and Mercedes Martinez, one of the dopest female fighters, because yep. Shorty's, you know what I mean? Put those two against any two chicks, and yo, yo you're going to have a long night against them two, B. Oh my like, God, that would be so dope if they the, were a tag team, bro. Right, so dope. The, the wild card to me is the maze dude who nobody really knows him except for when Brock F5 came on Raw off the announce table. Oh, yeah. He's had a few matches in NXT. See, but see, he has a storyline. He, he's like, he does. But you he, He's, he's gunning for retribution. <laughs> Word. If you see him wrestle, bro, that dude's like 6'8", doing savant kicks and spin kicks and all of that. He kind of has like a Damon Priest kind of size and, and moveset, but he does... Spears and springboard shit. He knows submissions and he's a big dude. So like, it's impressive to see some of those things. Like, if they let them go and let them go in the ring, I think that will help them right now, bro. But they ain't even gonna be on TV now another week. They're not gonna be back until next Monday. It's all good. It's all good. When they come back, they gotta come back with fire. They gotta come back and put somebody you know to a saying? table, son. My boy T Bizzle, my boy T Bizzle, he gonna throw somebody into the Thunderdome, bro. <laughs> Watch, he, he gonna, gonna break pick somebody it. up and punt kick them. They're gonna break the Thunderdome and they're gonna be like, "Yo, we ain't gonna have Thunderdome for two weeks. We gotta set everything up again." Four hundred thirty-three thousand LED lights went off. <laughs> <laughs> niggas got 
niggas head is so hot in there with all those screens. It, just, it makes it feel extra. I could just imagine how oh, hot it is yeah. in that shit. Oh, yeah. Yo, but what do you, what do you, I mean, getting off topic real quick, but just, I'm, I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks. Like, their lease ends in Amway after Hell in a Cell. Where the yeah. fuck are they going now? Are they going back to well, the performance center? I mean, nah, nah. They can't go back to the performance center. After Amway, yo, see if you could get 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 into that heat arena, bro. Oh. You know, you, they, there's, a, there's a lot of places in, in Florida they could they could try to get into and see, see what happens, you know what I'm saying? Or even try to go to another state, maybe see if another state will let them in. <laughs> Because they're coming from a, a high COVID, um, a high COVID state, they're probably gonna have to right. quarantine for a bit and get themselves in a bubble. You know, these right. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure these are all things that they're they're looking into and trying to work out. Because if they're gonna go to another state with with stuff, especially if they go back to Connecticut or something like that, they're definitely gonna have to bubble themselves. Like, right. it's going to have to be like, all right, look, if your family's going to be here, they're going to be here. If not, tell them you'll see them in three months. Right. You know, they got to they take it. They got to take it to that the, to that extent if they want to keep on doing this whole Thunderdome thing that they're doing now. I mean, there's, there's other arenas here, but, you know, they can go to where the Lightning play. They yeah. can go to Miami Arena. They can go a little bit up north more if they want. Like, there's places they can go. I don't think they're going to leave the state of Florida just because basically this has become the headquarters for the past six months. You know what I'm saying? And kind of like, unless they've been preparing already to leave and they already got another place they're going to go, but I feel like, yeah, like maybe another, maybe going to Tampa, maybe going to Miami, you know what I'm saying? Like, or even staying in Orlando and doing something outdoors, it's still warm here. They can do that, too, and actually have people in the audience like the way AEW is doing. But I just feel like WWE is, like, they're just so much bigger than than that, than having an outdoor amphitheater-type crowd. I feel like they got another arena in their back pocket. And it's just like, this shit ends this week, but next week we're going to be right here with the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. Let's see what happens. And, and then to just switch it out, and, to, and then to go back to a smaller production, I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure they want to go bigger. You know what I'm saying? Maybe have people in the crowd or something like that. Or I don't know. You know, look, NFL doing for 22 percent at certain places. Like that's a lot of people. I mean, most NFL stadiums is 100,000 seats, but even 22 percent spread out, you're gonna hear that. You're gonna feel that. You know what I'm saying? So maybe something like that. I don't know. We'll see. I'm. I'm Curious to see where they're gonna go with this. You know what I'm saying? What they're gonna do with it. Well, one thing I'm curious to see is who the hell is this person on on the return to NXT for NXT Takeover? As you mm. see with the vignettes, um the last like what, two, three weeks or so. Yeah. Uh I don't know, man. To me it looks like a female. You know, uh the last one, what was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah last night. Last one I seen, you know, the body looked a little smaller. Um, I don't know if I was bugging. Maybe I was. Who knows? But uh, I, I thought I seen blonde hair. And when she was, when the person, I, I would say, because we don't know if it's a man, man or a female. When the person's holding out the flyer for NXT TakeOver, I seen, a, I seen the watch. And it looked like a, a, a feminine watch. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, damn, is that, is that Charlotte? 
<laughs> I mean, it could be. I, I don't know. I didn't see the blonde hair. I noticed something on the hand. I didn't. I couldn't tell if it was a watch or not, but I didn't notice something there. Yeah. But what what threw me like when you when they're riding on the bike and the and the, the, the video sped up when it stops and the person goes down and grabs the paper like when they come back up the camera shot from behind it looks kind of small like smaller shoulders smaller arms it doesn't look like somebody brolic so maybe it could be a female maybe it could be charlotte i mean i've been reading shit like in old dallas at first they thought it was bobby rude but then bobby rude came back to raw like i don't know i it could be a couple of different people you know, like somebody we probably forgot that's been out for a minute like oh i feel forgot this person was out or whatever the case may be like but they're coming back at a takeover so my guess is it might be a, a former nxt talent that hasn't been there in a while or has been hurt for a minute if it's charlotte that would be dope you know what i'm saying they might they might need that a little bit because the women's division is cool right now in NXT. It's the best women's division, I think, right now. Yeah. But also, at the same time, if you look at that women's division, after Io Shirai faces Candice LeRae, like, who's next? She's already beat the Golden Kai. She already beat Shotzi. I wasn't for the title. She already beat her. Like, Mia Yim's gone. Mercedes Martinez is gone. You know what I'm saying? Will it be Rhea Ripley again? I mean, they did that. Like, I don't know. I'm saying like maybe it could be Charlotte. That would be dope. That would be dope if it's Charlotte because you already know what she's gonna do in the ring, bro. She's yeah. gonna bring out the. She, she brings <laughs> out the best in every on everybody, man. Charlotte, Charlotte's fire. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Charlotte's fire. But uh, uh, are we seeing uh, a UE breakup? Yo, well, I had my theory on this earlier. I thought this. Is, we was talking about this before too. I think. The way that everything's being set up right now, they are laying it on extra thick with Cole's promos and him coming out last night. And you want to talk about Kyle O'Reilly? Well, I'm going to here to defend his honor. And like, <laughs> if really know Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly's story, all you got to do is go back to Ring of Honor days yes. before he joined Bullet Club when he was part of the kingdom. Yes. And and was beefing with O'Reilly and Fish, and Fish was hurt, and O'Reilly was looking for a tag team partner, and Cole was beefing with the Kingdom, and they used to be a tag team, and blah blah blah. He came out and accidentally helped him with a match, and then accidentally helped him with another match. He's getting beat down. Cole jumps in the ring. The crowd's going crazy, and he super kicks the shit out of Kyle O'Reilly, and goes back to the motherfucking Kingdom. Dope, great storyline. Not happening again. This is a swerve on top of a fucking swerve. I feel like O'Reilly's going to win the title. They're going to come out to fucking celebrate with him. And then niggas are going to turn on Adam Cole. That's what I feel. I think that would be Because if you turn Cole heel, it's so obvious with everything that's going on. The fucking post WWE put with them as a tag team fucking before Ring of Honor, it looked like there were 12 in that picture. <laughs> I'm okay, y'all niggas is laid it on a little extra thick like yep. you're a real wrestling fan you smell this shit a mile away like oh yeah that's gonna be a turn all right but not the one we think not the one we think at all yo but you know? what if let's just say regardless you know let's let, let's cut this whole vignette shit out right 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 about right, right. this uh person is making its return to to nxt right 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 
and we're thinking about people who have a close relationship to all four of them. So wait, does does he have a match? Uh, Adam Cole, does Adam Cole have a match? No, he does not. He doesn't, right? Nope. Okay. So how about this? How about you know Adam Cole's there because he's gonna cheer on Kyle O'Reilly, right? That's his boy. Going on to, with, with what you were saying, out of nowhere, somebody attacks Cole. You know, you, you do, like, some generic NXT shit. Cole's attack. Nobody knew who attacked Cole. He getting put into the ambulance. He got a neck brace on. Homie look bad. Homie look bad, bro. And Finn loses the title because Kevin Owens helps out Kyle O'Reilly. Man, And listen. then, you know, they want to know who the hell beat up Adam Cole. You know, you got Cole coming back. Cole don't know what's going on. And the the new Undisputed Era just jumps Cole. I'm thinking that, but then I'm like, you know what? Adam Cole is kind of like the Ric Flair of this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if that, that, that would work. Adam Cole's the one that brought them together when he came. I mean, O'Reilly and Fish were already here. Yeah. And Ron Ron was here too, but he was doing his own thing. So Cole is the one that brought them together. But it can still work that way because of the PWG ties between all five of those niggas, right? Exactly. My thing is this. There's a lot of ways they can go. What if they don't do that? What if... Finn keeps the title, and they come in to jump him, and they turn and beat the shit out of Cole, Ooh. and over Ooh. without right, or or right, O'Reilly wins. They come out. They come out. They fucking beat the shit out of Cole. Finn kind of rolls in to help him. Finn rolls in, no. They beat they beat Balor. They come out to celebrate. They start beating up Balor. Cole's like chill, chill, chill. Like we don't need to beat him up. It's fine. He's one fair and square. And then they fuck him up. And now it's just the three of them. And you kinda put Finn and Cole together as a de facto tag team slash faction slash look out for each other type thing. Finn A wanted to get his title back and Cole B wanted to get revenge. There's a lot of ways you can run with this, bro. I just don't want them to break them up just to break them up. I, if they're I, gonna do it, there has to be a good reason and there has to be a fucking planned out planned out story behind it. Like to just break them up for no reason is fucking retarded. Sorry, I used that word again. It's fucking stupid. You go. <laughs> nah, yeah, man. I it just doesn't just doesn't sit right, man. Right, 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 right. They gotta be. There has to be something. There has to be something that you're like, oh, that's why they did that. Oh shit. Okay, bet. Not just fucking fish and strong our tag team and these niggas are by themselves or they're beefing them too or they turn them baby face. So like, nah, 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 nah. Because I was reading a couple of things like that. I don't like that shit. Don't break them up just to break them up. They're too strong. They're too good. And at any given point, if shit is fucked up and shit is bad and you need ratings. Guess who the fuck they would call in the past year and a half? One of those four niggas or all four of them 
and they came through and always delivered. So don't just break them up to break them up. If you're gonna break them up, give give us a good reason why. You know what I'm saying? Or if you're gonna break them up to call Cole up, make it a good beatdown. Like make it seem like damn that nigga's done, his career's over, and then he's on SmackDown next week. That would be great. Some shit like that. Well, we, so, so, do you think do you think it's over? You think it's a wrap for UE? I I think I think this is gonna be that moment in time where, you know that there has to be some friction in UE. There has to right. be some friction. There has to be there has to be a set that there's gonna be heel. I just don't think it should be two and two, two heel and two non heel. You know what I'm saying? Like I just feel like they have to kick somebody out, and you know, remember, it it, it, it could be Kyle O'Reilly. Right. Remember when they did that with DX and it didn't work? Yeah, it it could be Kyle O'Reilly though. You know what I'm it saying? Could. He doesn't get the job done. He doesn't he doesn't fulfill that first step into that that golden prophecy. Right, 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 so right. So they right. kick him out of it. They kick him out to have somebody else come in. You could put Kevin Owens there after that. You know, like yeah, it just has to make sense. It has to make sense. Here's the thing with Kevin Owens, right? Right? So when they were Mount Rushmore, Owens was the de facto leader. Yeah. The young bucks were the second in command. Adam Cole was the young boy in that group, right? This was like 10 years ago. Fast forward now, Cole is was, is the leader of, by far, one of the most successful and dominant groups in NXT ever, right? Yeah. You don't just slide to the left and let another nigga come in and run your shit. Those are two alphas. What if they kick O'Reilly out, they bring Owens in, and that's the friction that causes Cole's babyface turn later. Maybe he don't turn now, but the the fucking seeds are being planted for it. And the person that they bring in, let's say it is Kevin Owens, let's say they go with that. That's the catalyst to turning Cole babyface. But, but maybe in order to do that, he needs that big name to turn babyface on. You feel what I'm saying? I just feel like Cole and Owens could work together. And the reason why I'm saying that is because of that that picture that Kevin Owens had tweeted once, where they're both inside the same the same telly on on, on the you know, right, right, on different beds, on he got different the beds. Title, he got the Universal title. He got right? the Universal something. title, and no, and Cole had the ROH title. That's when the Cole was ROH, ROH title. Yeah, that's right, that's right. So I'm like, yo, it it could work, it could work, man. I, I feel like it might go that area. I, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, he could hold his own. Yes, he can, but the, all of them could, though. Just the thing that lacks with them is the talk. This is the why Cole's the star, and they're... This is why Cole's the superstar, and they're stars, because he has the gift of gab, and none of them do. Can O'Reilly cut a promo? Yeah. He's quirky, and he's funny, and, like, there's things that he does, and the shit that he did with Finn, I'm watching it, and I'm like, this nigga is jokes. Like, this nigga is jokes. But... You got to be at a certain point, like with Big E. I can joke and joke and joke, but when I, I got to get serious, I know when to get serious. Exactly. Can, can O'Reilly turn that on in a title match, his first main event in WWE slash NXT against arguably superstar in NXT and Finn Balor? I think he can too. And you know what? I'm going to keep it real. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. Bro, his moveset is fucking incredible. He is... He's a... Awesome in the ring, my nigga. I think, I he think be- that he's gonna have that, but I think Finn's gonna have that title 
going into Survivor Series because if they do the triple brand thing again, they oh. what they have on their hands is something fire, bro. Yo, my nigga Roman. Finn, Drew, and Roman in a match? Roman's going over and he's pinning Drew. Come on, B. That, that's the Let's, setup. That's the setup Let's, right there. Roman's that going over be, and pinning Drew to set up a fucking... A unifying uh, match. And then the belt's going to turn purple. <laughs> <laughs> Blue and red make purple the color of love. Word, I'm telling son. you. Yeah, shout to Saigon. Word Yo, up. that's real, B. That's real. That's that's good shit. See? Yo, WWE needs to hire some niggas, man. I don't care if you wrote 400 screenplays in Hollywood. You don't know shit about wrestling, nerd. Move over. <laughs> but yo, before we go, man, I just wanted to take a couple minutes real quick uh, to talk about the WWE draft that's coming up next mm-hmm. week. Next week? Mm-hmm. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah next yeah. week. Yeah. It starts next, next week, week on SmackDown. Uh, no, on Raw. Doesn't no, it start? It starts on, oh, it oh, starts on SmackDown first. Yes, yes. Got you, got you. Okay, okay. So, give me either two, two superstars or a faction, whatever it may be, to switch brands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no factions for me. Her business stays on Raw. Who can switch? So I think Miz and Morrison should go to Raw to help out their tag team division. Um, They can do a lot there, and then they can break off and be good on their own. So that's one team. And I think they need to get off a SmackDown because the whole shit with Mandy and So you're saying that Miz and Morrison should go to Raw? I think Miz and Morrison should go to Raw, right? Absolutely. And then on the other side, I think somebody like Alistair Black would prosper leaving Raw and and going over to SmackDown and getting a fresh feud going as a heel. Um, just because, yo, he's too good, bro. And, and I, yeah, him and Kevin Owens are good together, but I think their chemistry's off. And I don't know, like, he needs to move from there. He needs to get away from Raw. I think he's just going to drown on Raw, to be honest with you. Like, and I, that's off the top of my head. That's really all I can think of right now. Because so many other people are in kind of good things going on to switch it. You know, like who's not doing anything that would benefit? Who do you think? I just named two people because uh, I can't think of anyone else at the top of my head. Well, I was thinking like let's say let's say you know the whole thing we were just talking about with Kevin Owens doesn't really go out go down, right? I would say to have Owens on SmackDown. And fight for the IC title against Sami Zayn. He, Sami Zayn's right. gonna need new co- new competition there. It can't be the same revolving door of two or three dudes. You know, it being Hardy, AJ, and just another random around there. And right? that's a feud that's always gonna deliver, and they haven't touched in like I don't know two years. It's maybe. been a little while. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. Uh, another talent that I would like to see cross over and do something else. I would like to see Braun Strowman officially on Raw and be the next person. If Drew McIntyre comes out of Hell in a Cell with the title, Braun Strowman being that monster, Braun Strowman being that dude that people were afraid of and be the next one to challenge uh, Drew McIntyre, you know, maybe going into... 
Rumble. Yeah, maybe the Rumble. Because I know they're not going to do anything for Survivor Series, so maybe the Rumble or whatever December pay-per-view they got over there. Right. I like that. I like yeah, that. I read... I, I, they, they already said that AJ's going to Raw. Oh. Yeah, it's been said. It's been said, yeah. He's going to be the first good. person to Raw. Yeah, which is good. Which is good. Because even he, he could be the next one to challenge Drew. And yeah, I would fucking love that because you already know he's going to pull a fire match out of Drew McIntyre. Oh, hell yeah. Because black hell nigga, yeah. He, can, he can wrestle a paper bag and get it over. That's exactly. a fact, bro. Oh, if we see an NXT talent get called up, who would you like to see get called up? I mean, if, if everything goes down on Sunday the way we were talking about, if they excommunicate Cole, if they excommunicate... I mean, if they excommunicate Cole, I, I can see him definitely ending up on SmackDown. He just fits there. He's okay. a star. He's a star. That's he's Vince a star. McMahon's next Shawn Michaels, bro. Right, but I think he needs to start on Fox on Friday nights and let himself build... And he doesn't necessarily have to be a baby face. He can be either or. Like, it'll work either way. Because he can do both, honestly. He can. He, his, his promo game is good enough to do it. His in-ring game is good enough. He can sell and all that shit. So he can get the sympathy and all that. Like, I think he would fucking benefit, bro. And have him on there. Have him fighting for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. That yeah. would be dope. Let, let, him, let him use it. Let him be the workhorse right. and work his way to the to the title. But look at his, his, look at the SmackDown roster real quick, right? Not not the main event picture. Just look at guys like you got Riddle, you got AJ right now, you got Jeff Hardy, you got Sami Zayn, you got Corbin, you got Big E. Like there's guys there that can make that IC title picture big. Now adding somebody like Cole to that just adds another wrestler and just yeah. adds more players and just makes it better and makes it. The championship it should be, which is the workers' title, right? Mm-hmm. And have workers go after it. U.S. title is kind of more like it's supposed to be the same thing, but it's a little bit more like the character title. You feel what I'm gotcha. saying? That's why I love that Lashley's holding it right now. You know, and his quick little two, three words of his promos that he does fits so fucking good. It, it, it fits so well. It fits so Bro, well. Them niggas, man. Yo, shout out to her business. For real, son. Uh, keep them keep them building up, growing. I can see them getting a tag team championship. Maybe after, maybe Lashley gets another shot at the title. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep them on roll. Let them build. Right now, what they do with Retribution, they're helping those kids. So let, let's keep them there. But the yeah, only, man, what about any girls? Any girls? Only, uh, I mean, they just two girls. Nah, nah, to be honest, oh. I don't want to see any women. My bad. Hold on. Oh shit. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. But um, I don't want to see no women switching sides because there's not enough to go around. Between both, there's not enough. I I mean, I can't even say this enough, especially with them, the tag division, how hurt it's been. Not even only for the women's division, but also for the men. This is more of a time than any. Going into Survivor Series, that we should see unification matches. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. I've, been, I've been saying that. I'm just hoping that it'll happen. And yeah, I don't want to see no females uh, switching sides. Uh, just one thing though, we need we need the cruiserweight to be a wild card. I would love that, bro. I would love to see Legados de Fantasma come up to Raw, but still be in NXT though. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And Absolutely. It's NXT talent, but this title should be able to go anywhere. Yeah, because my, my boy Humberto, uh, Humberto Carrillo needs something, bro. Right. He's not the only one. <laughs> That, that, that guy's on a sinking ship, man. I mean, he's yeah. great in the ring, but that's all he got going for himself, bro. That's hey, it. Yo, they got a he got a match on 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 the on the on takeover, and it's like I for some reason I have I've missed a lot of this feud between Swerve and Santos Escobar, but I seen the highlights yesterday, and I'm like, okay, I want to see this now. I'm oh, I'm interested. Hell yeah, yo. The last like, two matches they had were fire, bro. Yeah, I, I saw that. They had that crazy tag match, and then they had a singles match, uh, another six-man, and he pinned them both times. No, I'm talking about the two singles matches they had. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, the last one where, you know, where um, Escobar, Escobar cheated to win, but the right, first right. one during the Cruiserweight tournament where Swerve where actually pinned him, right, you know, pinned that... Him, right. I'm telling you, yo, those two are gonna have a great. This takeover is is being built the way takeovers are supposed to be built, right? You know what I'm saying? I know that we're getting a lot of matches on TV that we're used to seeing at takeovers, or we're used to like having more of a build during the the NXT TV. But it, you know, now they they're on a major they're on a major network, bro. They're on the but USA also, Network. They got to have them type of matches. Got, right. You got to do that. And because of COVID and all this other shit, like a lot of people that probably weren't going to get a chance are getting chances now and they're shining. Yep. You know, because there's a lot of talent that's not being used at the moment for whatever fucking reason. But the people that are there, the guys and the girls that are there, bro, they always show out. And I say this all the time. NXT is the best wrestling show on TV right now. Two hours. You get your promos, you get your little funny shit, you get a good women's match or two, maybe a tag women's match, you get a good singles match or two, and the stories progress. And, yo, every week, they mix that fucking talent up, bro. They Hell mix yeah. them up. During the first segment last week, you might be in the main event next week, and it makes sense. It's not like, what the fuck? Why is this? Oh, shit, now I get it. Why? Like, it just, it works. And, yo, this NXT is built, look, not for nothing, the only household name on this NXT is Finn Balor. Name another household name. Somebody international. Somebody. Nobody. He's the biggest star. Yep. But that's... You know why that's good? Because all of them are going to show out. And then at the next takeover, one of those motherfuckers, they're going to be a household name now too. Because they're building all these stars up and they're doing it right. Yo, Damon Priest, no reason he should be a babyface. No reason the crowd should cheer him. Why does the crowd cheer him? Because the motherfucker's ill in the ring. It's a natural turn, bro. Natural turn, Natural which is great. He lives it. He lives it. And, yo, I'm super biased because he's Puerto Rican. But let's keep it real. My son is nice. Yeah, hell yeah. My son is nice. Hell yeah, and, bro. That that dude to me is a future NXT world champion. In hopefully, my eyes. Hopefully he'll get there. Hopefully he'll get there. I don't you know, know yet. He's looking like a high mid-carter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I could see him with the IC belt maybe one day. But, you know, I... Let's see. Let's hey, see what happens. Let's see what happens. That nigga, being, that nigga being a Scott Hall super fan, the IC title, he probably will be good with that. I'm oh, straight. Yeah. This oh, is my yeah. fastest favorite title anyway. So, yeah, man. Like, everybody on that card is, is newer talent, but it's dope. And, like, you were talking about it before. Like, does NXT lost anything or is it different now the way that it's being 
um, delivered and how, what we see on TV. Like, yeah, it has to be different. They had to adjust to everything that's going on. You got to use the talent that's around you. But they're doing it well. And, yo, nobody on that show is like, nah, I don't want to see this. I'm changing this. Nobody. Not the, all Everything that's on that shit, I catch. Yesterday was a little different because we had 700 things going on. And Yankees and oh, Final. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. All that. But I still went back and caught it today. And I was like, damn, that was a good takeover, bro. The ending was dope. Like, that tag match, that mixed tag match, whew, buddy. It, it, got, it got everybody ready for takeover, man. It definitely yeah, man. got everybody ready for takeover. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. Word up. But, um, yeah, man, that's the show. We're going in at an hour 30 right now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, uh, for the song of the pod, I got to play my boy Grips from out there, you know, down south in Florida. Right, right. He got a new uh, new project out called Sewage. True, true. And okay. he, he got he got a fire joint with Ito called Shit Zoo. So that's a fucking cat, right? Grips? Yeah, Grips. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, homie's nice, man. Yeah, yeah. man. I'm 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 gonna play his joint for you know, for the end of the pod. You know, Dominicano he repping it too. So, you know, we gotta, you know, we gotta we gotta support our peoples, man. Black and brown, baby. Where homie homie got fire too, man. If you if you on that like you like that West Side Griselda Grammy type sound? That's just what he do. He's nice, man. I fucks with him. Definitely, definitely. But yo, man, this was episode one twenty three. Wepa. Yeah, I know, my brother. And we are <laughs> the twenty by twenty podcast. I'm your host Nathan McFly. With it's your boy B I N G Bing. You heard? Shout yeah. out to Woodrow. Shout, Shout out to Woodrow. He'll be here next week. Shout Word out to up. the Nation of Domination. Shout out to yeah. Los Boricuas. Shout out to Los Boricuas. Shout out to the Hurt Business. Word up. The Hurt Business. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my brother. You be safe up there. You heard? You already know. We out. Peace. This what they've been waiting for, huh? New crack era. New crack era. Yeah, yeah. Doggy paddled through sewage, it was a shit zoo. Bodies rock while a king swam through that pit bull. Golden retriever, shepherd, tell her my issue. I do not allow sheepdog, you heard crystal. I maneuvered out that sewer like Donatello and Raphael. Rats come toward us, it's nothing to give a body shells. Got the ops and tail, pocket rocket sound like a comet fail. Your dog never seen again, Taco Bell. To this day, I am in real life what you imitate. Funeral, what's it pop ground? You I don't kid and play House party, loud 40 or the sickle blade You won't escape this stab when glass penetrate The law scriptures of an overlord You now fall from using a razor to scrape your vocal cord God status, walk on golden floors, holy wars 12 gauge, Moses edition, could part the ocean shores Any single person never hurt my daughter, then he's done I will move planets to reach sun Peace done, hurdled over trenches where them ditches dug the nose stick, long nose from a witch's plug. Your bird seeds, Scooby snacks, dirt weed. I can make a new place of living where the worms feed. Butterfly knife will take a chunk about your bird beat. You go cosmetics to have to do face surgery. So, sure. duck death magically. Had Mama Bear upset happily. That was a close call. Oh. Now I'm at work or relaxing, flooding work with the captain sunk. The zoo shitted on the pink elephant with the blackest trunk. Pack the lunch, we the only ones in the room. Dame.
participate when we was under the moon I can only enjoy summers in June You cold feeder, huh? You'll have a better run with the nosebleeders Hot-headed, no black and whites if the block said it, huh? You'll have to take it up with the ghost lever yeah. A dope fiend is the bear hug I let my gas gap up, they didn't wear blood Or share grub, respect the bear cub In and out, nothing scarier than a scared plug yeah. Don't call my phone, I'm on my own Y'all know what I call my home, my God I song It started here, I'ma get through But it'll most likely end at the shit zoo